The following may contain language and material not suitable for sensitive audiences like parents. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Mom of None, the Not for Parents podcast, a safe space where dinks and sinks are celebrated, not shamed, for their choice not to have children. What are dinks and sinks? Double income and single income individuals with no kids. I am your host, Tamiko, mom of none, child free by choice, and a proud dink. Episode 3 Should Children Be Allowed in Places Traditionally Marketed to Adults? You walk into a restaurant. There's a toddler at the bar. You're at your regular nail appointment, and there's a couple of tweens in the pedicure chairs. You and your friends go on a winery tour, and there's a couple with a preteen. You and your BFF go to a day spa, and there are teenagers in the lounge. Have any of these situations happened to you? What do you do? Let's start with kids at restaurants. Recently, an Arby's in Minnesota had to remove a sign that said, only well-behaved children who can keep their food on their trays and their bottoms on their seats are welcome. If you can't do this, you will be asked to leave. Thanks. After the backlash from parents, Arby's issued a statement that said in part, we recognize the language on the sign was insensitive. We removed it quickly and have disciplined the manager and team working at the restaurant. It does not reflect our company values and the family-friendly environment we aim to provide at all of our restaurants. Granted, this is an Arby's, a fast food restaurant, not a Michelin-starred restaurant, but is it acceptable for kids to misbehave not keep their food on their trays and bottoms in their seats? How do we know that this particular restaurant hasn't had an ongoing problem with children disrupting the dining experience for other customers? Tanya Enberg, in an article for Today's Parent titled, Why Fancy Restaurants Should Ban Kids, writes, restaurant owners are in the business of selling food, drinks, and experience. They should be able to set the tone, ambiance, and style of their own establishment to cater to a specific crowd. If they want to create a peaceful and sophisticated setting for grown-ups to gather free from Paw Patrol and cheese bunnies, they should be able to place an age restriction without fear of revolt. It's not as if there is a shortage of eateries more than happy to serve pint-sized patrons. So why should we balk about a few off-limit venues? Seriously, we should be applauding it. So go on and relax, child-free. Chew your food slowly. Order the good wine without the wine. Splurge on dessert. The thing is, you might actually enjoy it. Thank you, Tanya. By the way, Tanya is a mom. What about self-care settings like spas and salons? Day spas generally have age restrictions such as you must be 18 or older for massages or body treatments, 16 or older for facials but with parental consent, 
Many allow minors under 16 to have nail services performed, but must be accompanied by a parent or guardian during the service. High-end salons have restrictions on minors also requiring parental consent and or attendance. Honestly, if I've set aside time and extra money to go to a day spa for rest, rejuvenation and relaxation, or pay $300 for a haircut, I don't want a 12 year old and their parent in the chair next to me, no matter how well behaved they may be. I say, take your tiny tykes to the local salon where tranquility isn't necessarily a priority. Let's talk alcohol. Breweries, wineries, and other places that serve spirits. In February 2018, the New York Post ran a story titled, Baby Birthday Parties Have Infested Brooklyn's Bar Scene. Apparently, kids' parties are a big draw to bars and breweries. According to the article, a kid's party at a bar is cheaper than renting a space at a kid-friendly spot Fun for parents who get to have a beer with their friends and less cramped than inviting guests over to their homes. Some places have set limits on these types of parties, time restrictions, no strollers blocking the path of other customers, no changing diapers outside of the bathroom. Gross. Who does that? And you can't leave your kids unattended. But what if I'm meeting a friend for a midday drink? Now I'm surrounded by crawling, crying toddlers and parents who are too tipsy to pay attention to their kids' imminent injury when they run into my bar stool. There's a fine line between making a bar kid-friendly and alienating child-free customers. I don't think these kids, nor their parents, would like it if I showed up at the local indoor bouncy house, inflatables, or trampoline park with my group of adult friends and took over. I think I'm going to stick to the breweries and bars that have breakable things and sharp objects. Try to complain about the kid at the table next to you blasting their iPad or teenagers talking loud in the spa lounge or, God forbid, at the bar where a group of party guests are throwing fries at each other. The mommy mafia will come for you. And because the establishment you're in doesn't want to piss them off, you'll have to adjust your attitude and expectations. Who is the mommy mafia? Check out episode two. Why is there always a backlash when kids are not included? What do you think of kids in places traditionally marketed to adults? Let me know on Instagram and Facebook. Where to find me on social media? Instagram and Facebook. Mom of None official. There is also a Facebook group where subscribers can interact with each other about topics discussed on the podcast. Be sure to answer the three questions for entry. Thanks for listening. Do you love Mom of None, the Not For Parents podcast? Give it a five-star review, subscribe, and tell a friend. Until next time, to all the dinks and sinks out there, don't let these parents take away your shine. Live your kid-free life to the fullest.